Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slips a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the Jets-Eagles postgame report. Jets lose to the Eagles 33-18 at MetLife Stadium. Gardner Minshew looked like Joe Montana today. Of course, the Jets' defense played a big role in that because when even a halfway competent quarterback gets 30 seconds to throw on every single play, he's going to make you pay for it. Okay, maybe not 30 seconds, but he had a lot of time to throw. And so to talk about that and everything else surrounding this game, we bring in the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, before we get into the rest of this, we were just talking before we started recording, and you have a rant against the officiating in this game brewing in you. And so I'm going to have you let that out first because I know that it'll be cathartic for you and certainly cathartic for anybody who had to sit through this poor officiating. Yeah, uh, let me preface this by saying the Jets lost all on their own. This is not to I I don't I don't even care about how bad the officiating is uh, the effect that it had on this game but this is a problem that has been bubbling and growing over the years the the officiating is getting worse and worse and worse and they these calls you know you you a second down bad call is whatever but 
I, I feels more and more that they wait to these bad calls until it's either a drive killing call or a drive saving call. They always have them at the worst moments. And these are just like baffling, baffling, inexplicably bad calls here. These pass interference calls. And normally when you have a bad officiated game, it's, it falls pretty even. It's evenly spread out between the two teams. The Jets were definitely on the wrong end of this one. This felt like it legit looked like the refs had money on the Eagles uh, with the points. Like it, it legit, if you, I always laugh at people who go conspiracy crazy on this. If you go conspiracy crazy, I have nothing for you. Like, I'm just going to sit here and be like, yeah, I don't think that's what's happening. But I can't point at anything to be like, no, you're actually ridiculous. The officiating has gotten so, so terrible. They're just like, the, you can make an argument that the level of play has never been greater. The skill has never been greater in this sport, but the refs are literally ruining the sport. And it's not just the refs because it's the league and their mandates on the refing, the stupid uh, emphasis on taunting, these types of things. And again, I we see it a lot with refing the passer penalties. I'm told, of course, need to protect the quarterbacks. I had a rant on this earlier in the season, but you've had terrible ones that keep popping up on third and long. And it's like third and 33, and you get a terrible, uh, ridiculously bad uh, ref call that gives the team a whole brand new set of first downs. It honestly is makes some of these games just unwatchable. If I didn't have to watch this game for work and come on this and talk about it, I would have checked out of that game long before it was over because those refs were making it unwatchable. Again, the Jets lost this game all on their own. This has nothing to do with that. This is a problem that's going on in uh, uh, games that are on your TV right now speaking like they, it's just horrible. And the NFL, again, it's the league office is trying to mandate some of these rules. Some of these rules that they want called are just bad rules to begin with. The ref's jobs are hard enough as it is, but it's just making the game unbearable sometimes. Chris, the main story of this game, aside from, as you said, the horrible officiating, is that the Jets and Eagles were really smacking each other good in the first half. The score at the end of the first half was 24-18 Philly. This had the makings of a shootout. The Jets scored touchdowns on each of their first three drives. Although, if you didn't watch the game, you wouldn't know it based on the score because you'd say 18, what happened? Well, what happened is the new kicker, who we'll get into a little bit later, missed both extra points. And then as a result, the Jets went for the two-point conversion on the third touchdown and did not get it. But let's talk about the main takeaways here in a positive light and a negative light. The negative light is that the Jets' defense got off to a bad start and never recovered. The Eagles had their way with them the entire way. And in the second half, even though the Eagles didn't score as many points, they only put up nine points on the board, they didn't have to. They controlled the clock. Every single time the defense had an opportunity to get off the field, they couldn't, whether it was because 
as you said, Chris, they lost it on their own or had a little bit of help from the referees a couple of times. But the Jets just couldn't get much going in the second half offensively. Part of it is because the Eagles offense monopolized the clock. The other part is that the Jets offense just wasn't as effective. But if we're looking at positives here, Zach Wilson played a much better, much more efficient game. 23 of 38, 226 yards, two touchdowns. He had that one bad interception, but he threw one touchdown to Elijah Moore, one to Ryan Griffin on a really good call by Mike LaFleur on fourth down. It was fourth and one. They didn't want to go for the field goal after their kicker had missed two extra points. Turned out to be a smart move as Ryan Griffin was wide open in the end zone for Zach Wilson. Wilson also, by the way, got a touchdown rushing the ball in a quarterback sneak at the goal line. They tried it on one play, didn't get it. So on the very next play, they went right back to the well and it worked a second time. Chris, as you joked, In the comments on Twitter when I tweeted out that I didn't realize how much Tevin Coleman had left in the tank, you had mentioned several times during training camp that you were surprised by how good Tevin Coleman looked. Played another really good game, 11 carries, 58 yards, very efficient, 5.3 yards per carry. He's not a guy that you want to give the ball 20, 25 times a game, but if you're giving him the ball 10 to 15 times, so far this season he's been pretty good when given the opportunity. Clearly the preferred running back right now by the offensive coaches, considering that Ty Johnson carried the ball once and Austin Walter also carried the ball once. Receiving, it was the Elijah Moore show from where I sat. Now, Jamison Crowder, when you look at the stat sheet, had four catches for 62 yards. But if you were watching this game, the guy that jumped out to you by far was Elijah Moore. He had that touchdown, and he was pretty much unguardable for most of the day. In fact, as you mentioned before, Chris, with the bad refereeing, there was a spot towards the end where the Jets were trying to drive to keep their hopes alive in the fourth quarter, and Elijah Moore was very clearly held towards the end zone, and there should have been a flag, and there wasn't. So a lot of issues there. Like I said, with Zach Wilson, he and Elijah Moore hooked up quite a bit today, and the fact that that connection is continuing to blossom is a huge positive here. It's what you're hoping to see for the next 10 years or so. Should also say that even though Zach Wilson wasn't as good in the second half, other than that one bad interception, he wasn't bad. He just wasn't anywhere close to as good as he was in the first half. In the first half, I was joking that he looked like Mike White in that Cincinnati game. Defensively, I don't really even know what to say. The defense was horrible. They couldn't get off the field. They couldn't make any plays. Gardner Minshew could have taken a nap back there or read a full-length book. They made him look spectacular, which isn't exactly easy to do because Gardner Minshew is at best what he was today, a decent backup. But when you give even a decent backup that kind of time, he's going to burn you. When you look at what the Eagles did, I joked early on that it was the Jets versus Dallas Goddard because Dallas Goddard was pretty much unguardable early on. Two touchdowns in the first half, six catches, 105 yards. Pretty quiet in the second half, but in the second half, Miles Sanders did a lot of damage. And Quez Watkins, three catches for 60 yards. Chris, this might just be my mind playing tricks on me, but it sure felt like each of those three catches was on third and long when the Jets should have been able to get off the field, but Quez Watkins was able to keep those drives alive for Philadelphia. So overall, a really solid first half. I like that Mike LaFleur is growing into this job. Called a really nice game, particularly in the first half. Zach Wilson looked better. Elijah Moore continued to look like a beast. Tevin Coleman seemed to have turned back the clock a bit again today. 
But when we're looking at it in totality, the Eagles were able to continue to move the ball and chew up clock in the second half. The Jets weren't, and the defense for the Jets sunk them all day long. I'm going to start here with your main takeaway. As a fan, I think your main takeaway from this game should be Zach Wilson and the offense looked pretty damn good for uh, in that first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you certainly would have liked for them to be able to carry that on into the second half and then extend that uh, play further. But the Eagles have a have a really good defense. Uh, they, they're not you know um, um, the best in the league defense, but they're a really solid defense. Uh, they came in. The Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson, that you got to be excited about how they were able to, you know, it's been the opposite. They've only been able to get going or Zach Wilson's only been able to get going in the second half. This time it was just the first half, but still you, you saw a lot of good, a lot of good, a lot of positive momentum. Uh, second half, you know, I can I can write off some of the things that happened largely due to the the defense just getting rolled over and them the offense not being able to get into any type of rhythm. Uh you know there's also uh, all the the bad calls too which again you'll you'll never really hear me uh talk about as an excuse for anything uh th- throughout the game but there were huge like drive altering uh bad calls here. Uh, and then on top of that, you you had one, uh, you know, Corey Davis with the drop. I'm not blaming Corey Davis at all on this one. And fans didn't, uh, people in my mentions didn't seem to understand what I was saying. Go ahead, continue to criticize him for the other drops this season. He shouldn't have been out on the field when he was out there. He clearly had re-aggravated his groin injury and wasn't right on that play. Uh, so I, I can't get on him too much for that drop, but it was a beautiful pass. And it, it otherwise, besides the injury, it would have been completed. So that should be your main takeaway. Now, as to what went wrong with this game, why the Jets lose, I mean, the kicker and the defense. And they're, the my main takeaway about that is that's why they lost. Who cares? Stop thinking about it. The For both of those things as well, because – I, I've been saying this for years going into the season. I don't care if they lose by 50. If the offense is good, I don't care. For this year, it's just got to get the offense right. That Again, they went into the season knowing they're going to take lumps on defense. They went in with the plan to start undrafted rookies. They've had all types of injuries. The entire starting safety unit is gone. It hasn't really barely played at all. So I feel like especially – they coming off the win last week and then fans ratchet up these expectations again. And I feel like every week we go into it and fans get, have way too high expectations of what they expect out of this team with the amount of talent that they have on this roster and the way that they went into the season saying, we're going to be playing living and dying with these young guys. We're going to take our lumps and it's going to look bad at times. They just made the bet that that's going to pay off long term. But I feel like I have to. We have to keep reassessing this about halftime of every game because fans are like shocked that the Jets aren't living up to expectations. Uh, and again, the kicker. The kicker's terrible uh, at this point. 
I think you can kind of spin it into an advantage. Use this opportunity to not bother to take uh, to even try kicking field goals and extra points. Just get extra reps for the, the offense at this time, high leverage situations. Uh, take advantage of it that way. Uh, maybe you end up losing some games that you have a chance at winning, but oh well, who cares this season? Uh, that's that's the biggest downside of it. And again, that's what I feel about the de- defense too. You obviously would like to see the defense play better. I I, this is the idea that they went into this game and they only, uh, you know, practiced and prepared for Jalen Hurts. I, this has come up a couple times throughout my career, and I've seen it in other teams as well. And I, I don't, I, I don't feel confident that I know what I would do differently. But I felt that it was, you know, there was enough reason to doubt that Hertz was playing that, like, there should have been, like, some type mm-hmm. of focus. Maybe just, like, give pe- players, like, uh, you know, a little bit of a plan to study on their own for 10 minutes a night. But some type of focus on what happens if Gardner Minshew's the quarterback. They didn't do it. Now they're saying that, you know, the the offense is the same. And now it, – it, they definitely didn't start out the same that the Eagles normally do. And they, they you can't tell me that the Eagles offense is the same with Gardner Minshew and Jalen hurts when Jalen hurts running the ball is a, the offense is based around that. So, uh, you know, I, I would think that they should have focused more on the potential there, especially, like I said, it, it seemed like, Jalen Hurts wasn't going to play. I totally get spending most of your time on Jalen Hurts. Just you don't want to get caught off guard. I totally get that, but a little bit. But I don't know how much to criticize him for that. I, I, I do know, again, this defense just doesn't have the talent to to run with a good teams. It just doesn't. You know, they were able to settle down and, and stop the Texans because the Texans is like Tyrod Taylor who can make some plays and Brandon Cooks, and that's it. Uh, they've got some, you know, uh, games this week that are still coming up uh, this year that I think you'll be able to see them play decently. But uh, they they just don't have the talent. Uh, there's too many holes in this roster. And then they came out and Dallas, I mean, Dallas Goddard just ate them up at first. And then they were able to just continue to run as they uh, wanted, however they wanted. But the main takeaway has to be, you know, again, who cares about the kicker at this point? If as long as they get that fixed before next year, because this is going to have to be a problem. But I'm still operating under the idea that Joe Douglas has basically been like, we're going on the cheap for the kicker until we feel like we actually have a semi-decent team that can compete. And I know that they didn't go into this season thinking that. This was season was about the first year of building the foundation up and being willing to know that there's a whole bunch of leaks in this roster currently. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, I think it's interesting that early in the season we were doubting Mike LaFleur and touting Jeff Ulbrich. And now we're in the opposite direction. We're starting to really like what LaFleur is doing. He's starting to come into his own. And Ulbrich has looked worse and worse for the most part as the season has gone on. So we'll see how this bears out throughout the remaining games. Special teams was interesting today. As you mentioned, Alex Kessman missed both extra points. He's terrible. Amendola was terrible. I had suggested claiming Jose Borregales off of Tampa Bay's practice squad, but William Gutierrez informed me on Twitter that the Bucks have been protecting him every week. Smart move because with the lack of good kickers in the league, you'd think somebody would take him. Whether it's Borregales or drafting somebody or signing a veteran, like you said, they've got to get this fixed by the beginning of next year. Doesn't matter now because the team is three and nine, so who really cares? But if it takes a draft pick to fix that kicker situation, a sixth or seventh round pick, fine, whatever. Braxton Berrios, while we're talking about special teams, had himself a big day. In fact, on the opening kickoff of the game, he took the ball all the way to the Philly 20, which set up that opening touchdown from Zach Wilson to Elijah Moore. Braxton Berrios was also the subject of something that I thought was really funny. He and Elijah Moore the PA announcer, Joe Nolan, actually referred to Elijah Moore as Braxton Berrios twice after Elijah Moore had receptions. I'm not sure exactly how that mistake happens more than once, but it gave a couple of us a pretty good chuckle in my section. Also, another comedy moment that I saw walking out of the stadium, some woman was taping a friend of hers who had decided that she was going to do planks right there in the middle of the rampway where you're walking out of the stadium. I assume this woman who was doing the planks lost a bet. I have no idea. I didn't stop to ask. So if anybody knows who that woman was or why she was doing planks in the middle of the rampway, go ahead and let me know. Or if you're the woman herself or the woman's friend who is filming it and you happen to be listening to this podcast, feel free to enlighten me because I got a chuckle out of it, but I still have no idea what was going on there. Chris, plenty of injuries, so you can update us on that. And also, what do we get out of the locker room in terms of interesting quotes after the game? 
Yeah, so there's a few injuries. Corey Davis re-aggravated that groin. Uh, Ryan Griffin with an ankle. Uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif had to leave the game, and Greg Van Rotten came in there at, towards uh, in the second half. Um, and then, yeah, afterwards, you know, they talked to Bryce Hall. Robert Solibull talked about how they didn't really prepare for Gardner Minshew, but they actually, you know, there was no no real difference in the offense there. Uh, that's I'm gonna beg to differ there, but all right. Uh, C.J. Mosley said that you know they're just teams aren't respecting them, and he's right. Uh, mm-hmm. And why should they? Mm-hmm. Uh, like this is the uh, I'll say you brought up how everyone was criticizing the floor and that ready to fire the floor, and now it's flipped onto Ulbrich, and you should relax on that, just like it was ridiculous to criticize LaFleur at that point. You're getting too far ahead of yourself uh, criticizing Oldberg again. They they came into the season expecting to take these lumps. They know they don't have the horses to do this. The the complaint that uh, you can criticize them for, something that I I will absolutely criticize, is I don't think they should be running the system, how at least not the way they're running it now when they clearly don't have the talent to run it, I get wanting to establish some of the principles and the foundation of the system because it's going to be here long-term, but you got to figure out ways to tweak it when you don't have the talent to run it as you want, as they, you can, uh, because right now they're just running it without the horses and it is not pretty, but yeah, again, this, if I'm not, I can't uh, sit here and criticize Ulbrich too much for the way that it looks when I just know that this it's just mostly talent here. Um, again, I think you can definitely criticize not being willing to adjust more, but I have faith that once they get more talent in, this system will look like what we saw it look like in San Francisco. I, I don't have any doubts about that going forward. So obviously not the greatest mood in that locker room though uh especially with the way that the game went the trading uh punches back and forth i think even the defense is like okay with this like hey they're watching they're like wait watch this offense is getting going we're scoring touchdowns in the first quarter even not even just the first half first quarter multiple touchdowns um so the, the the mood isn't great in there. There's a lot of anger. And, yeah, obviously, uh, Solid didn't want to talk about the refs. He said he'll talk about it tomorrow. Clearly, that's a uh, don't ask me to talk about it now because if I talk about it now, I'm going to say something that's going to get me in trouble. Uh, he's going to be able to sleep on it and probably have some, you know, put it in a more polite ways that the ref was – Reps were just awful. But then again, to, uh, to be honest, he could also go up and they could go watch the tape and he could be even more furious tomorrow because I have a feeling that's how I would be if I was him. I would be even more furious watching the tape of that. So maybe maybe he ends up getting fined tomorrow. But yeah, you know, there's just there's not a lot to really focus on today again, except for just Hey, Zach Wilson, the offense looked really good. And I'm going to, I'll leave this or want this to be like a lasting thought that stays in a fan's head. I feel very confident that the Jets are going to be like at least a top 10 uh, rushing offense next year. 
Like that, you're you're see, starting to see it. Uh, Michael Carter gets back healthy. Offensive line started to play better over the last few weeks, and they're gonna upgrade that offensive line more. So you can be very happy with Zach Wilson. You should be very happy with Elijah Moore. But I feel like the beat in our uh, talking him up during training camp has been fully vindicated at this point. Be excited about those two. But also, this running game is going to be really good uh, coming next year. I think we've seen enough to feel confident in that. The owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal. Mr. Chris Nimbley, thank you so much for coming on and joining me for this post-game report. The Jets going down 33-18 at the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles at MetLife Stadium. Really appreciate it. Check out everything Chris is doing over at JetsInsider.com. Follow him on Twitter at CNimbly and at JetsInsider. Check out everything we've got going at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under, is going to have plenty of videos up this week, including a breakdown of Zach Wilson's performance against Philly today, which I think is one of the better performances he's had as a pro. You could make a case that it's the most consistently good performance he's had this season. And, of course, we've got merch for you over at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com, the Bless You Thank You shirt with Quinn Williams and John Franklin Myers. We've got the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com, T-E-E-Public.com. And go ahead and give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.